Introducing Mortgage Matters. This is a great time to go buy a house. This is when the real estate fortunes are made. A show dedicated to helping you navigate the challenging and ever-changing financial and real estate landscape. Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac were put into conservatorship in 2008 and continued to dominate the mortgage market. Now, your hosts, Dan Podesto and Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. The fact that you're being called upon to help clean up Wall Street's mess... Is an outrage. Broadcasting outrage. live from the KVEC studios in San Luis Obispo. What economy are you talking about? It's talking about time for Mortgage Matters. Good, good morning, everybody. <clears throat> that was the abrupt end. I thought we had the new bed. I thought we put that in there, too. Okay, I'll fix it. All right. All right. All right. Well, hey, good morning, everybody. It's May 6th. So happy to have you joining us this fine morning. Um... For those of you listening to Motor Mouths earlier, thanks for sticking around. I think we're going to have a, an exciting show for you. We've, uh, we were off last week, so we've got two weeks to catch up on of what's been going on in the, <clears throat> in the world of housing and economics and um, just a lot to talk about. I've got Jason's got a day off. It was his birthday yesterday, so he's enjoying a nice long weekend. I've got Will Barnaby joining me today. Thanks, Will, for coming on in. Good morning. How are you? Doing good. Doing really good. I noticed this morning, though, I was I was a little disheveled. My computer was left at work. Walked out of the house. It felt like something was missing. I had to go to the office, gather some things. I forgot my coffee. Hey, I picked some up over in the room <clears throat> across the hall. Oh. Yeah. That's we nice. have, like, actually a coffee area in this building. Are we doing K-cups over there? We got real... Fresh brewed coffee. We got real fresh brewed, or we can do one of did those little individual it? things. Yeah, I did actually. Is it good? Hey, yeah. you know it's, it's okay. It's yeah. way better than at the other studio. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. We actually, it's we um, kind of have more of kind of a we call it the pit, but it's more of a green room here, where we can have we have a refrigerator right. and coffee and water. And right, it a is couch yeah. if you want to sit on it. And, they have spared no expense here. If you're ever <laughs> invited to be a guest on this radio station, yeah. you're in for quite a treat. Yeah, it's pretty good. <clears throat> um, so once again, just a big happy birthday to Jason. He's, uh, I think he's, we figured out he's 30 again. Or, I mean 30. <laughs> 30. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Uh, well, right. we're at the end of the 30s, basically. Yeah, Let's put are. it that we way. Are. Be it's polite with Jason here. Ten, but Tenth year running that he's on his 30th birthday. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like 2019 or something. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So happy birthday to him. I also can't continue the show without um, congratulating a couple of my very close friends. Um, Tim, who I grew up with in Sacramento. Uh, You know, he's we've parted ways throughout life, but he's now a chef up up in Paso um, and uh, lives out in Morro Bay. Him and his wife had their first baby last night. Awesome. So they welcomed their daughter, Sailor, Sailor Elizabeth, to the world yesterday. So congratulations, you guys. Yeah. I'm going to go say hi to them after the show. Yeah, she gets to share a birthday with Jason. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't know if that's good or not. Uh, I'm not real confident that that's going to be good. Uh, Those are going to be fun parties in the future. Yeah, and then KVC's got the celebration coming up, too. We're turning 80. Yeah, it, we're a little confused. Today could be the day. It might be. The uh, it might be Monday the eighth. Yeah, but the official but license we're pretty I darn think close. was given on the sixth. All right, so, so we think yeah. this is the 80th anniversary of the 
KVC license. That's right. The day that they were testing the testing signal. Testing the signal. And so yes. Pretty cool. Glad yeah, to be pretty here. pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, when they called me up a few months ago to say, Dan, will you please be here for the... Uh, the birthday, I I graciously accepted this. Awesome! Yeah. So, thanks for having yeah. me. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Turns uh, out it just happened to be a Saturday that I'd yeah. be here anyway, so yeah. that's that worked out really well. Yeah. Hey, a cool, couple, huh? couple of <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> a couple of weeks ago we were uh, we were doing a live show. We got to talking about the Los Osos sewer project, which is now uh, completed. Residents, most of the residents, are hooked up to the sewer system. Um, and we had a, a we had Keisha from Patterson Realty call in and talk to us about a billing issue. A couple of other folks called in about paying off that twenty five thousand uh, dollar par- per parcel assessment um, in full, as opposed to paying it through property tax assessment um, over the next forty years. And there was a little bit. Of, there were some questions raised. We had some. A uh, little bit of confusion during the discussion about some issues. So I had an opportunity yesterday to meet with um, a couple of folks from the county of San Luis Obispo to talk more about the project and make sure that the information that we're giving is accurate and clear about what's going on in Los Osos. So I thought I'd share that uh, share that with you here today. Um, let's see. I met with John Diodati and Straith Smith... And I'm thinking that I got a hyphenated last name, possibly, a Smith Zanartu. I hope I'm saying that right. It was very nice to meet Straith. I did not uh, I did not get the exact pronunciation of her last name. A little bit. I'm fairly sure you're killing it. Zanartu? Okay. All right. Um, anyways, they know this project. I mean, John's been working on the project for a while. I... I gathered from Straith that she's very involved now um, in in especially the financing side of the project. So um, a couple of things that I wanted to talk about. Um, first of all, what Keisha called in about last last or two weeks ago was a sewer service bill that is going out to customers in Los Osos. The issue that she brought up was that um, this billing is going out. It's supposed to be on the property tax billing, but for this first uh, assessment of this bill, um, it was not it was not done in time to make the um, annual property tax billing. So they've sent out and they got approval to send out separate billing. This, from what I understand, is going to be a one time only separate billing in the future. The sewer service bill will appear on the property tax roll. Um, so the issue that Keisha called in about was that new buyers were getting. Um, we're receiving this bill and there really should have been some proration because what it was is depending on the hookup date of the property, the hookup date would have either been October, January, or April, October of last year, January, or April of this year, one of those three time periods. Um, and then the billing goes from whenever that hookup period occurred to June, this upcoming June, um, but they're receiving that billing, and if if a property changed hands between the actual hookup time and now, there was no it. This is a this is a a debt that's owed that should be appearing on the property taxes, but is not currently, and it's not appearing on a preliminary title report. So what we have is 
a bill that should be split and prorated between a buyer and a seller in a transaction in Los Osos, but no one involved in the transaction, the escrow side, the, the loan side, the realtor side, no one knows about it. So mm. it was just, you know, residents are just now starting to receive this billing. Um, and it's, you know, they're, they're kind of getting a bill that's not entirely theirs. Um, so if you are someone who's purchased property in Los Osos um, and you received a sewer service bill, and this is people who've purchased just since last October, you've and you've received the sewer service bill, you can call the county and make them aware that you have received a bill for sewer services and that it needs to be prorated between buyer and seller. And as long as you make them aware, they'll go ahead and correct that billing so that you're only paying your fair portion of that bill, and then the seller will um, get mailed their portion of that of that invoice as well. So what the county will need is, um, first of all, for you to call them. You can call Straith directly. Um, her number is 781-5299. That's 781-5299. Um, you're going to need a copy of your escrow document documenting the um, sale of of the property or the purchase of the property, I guess, if you're the buyer. Um, so that's going to be your uh, final master statement, I believe is what that final document from escrow is called. It used to be the final HUD. Now it's called the final master statement. Um, and then you're going to need buyer and seller mailing info, which both of those should be on that that document. Um, but that's just so that they can get the, the corrected billing out to each party. So... That was one of many issues that we discussed a couple of weeks ago. Um, we started to get into the the sewer charge that is appearing on the tax bill and has been appearing on the tax bill for a few years now, and that's related to that $25,000 per parcel assessment. Um, so I did clarify that, because this is just an area that we weren't completely sure about, the $25,000 assessment per parcel is for single-family parcels, regardless of parcel size. And the 25000 is the principal amount of that assessment. And this is based on the USDA and state revolving fund loans that were received. And, the, you know, they figured out the, the math on it all and came up with 25000 per parcel is what each resident owed. So um, that assessed amount is currently, you know, I pulled up one property tax bill um, and it was showing that that assessment was currently at $713.44 for this particular parcel. I assume it's the same for all single family parcels. Um, it is scheduled to go up, I believe, next year on the next round of uh, property tax billing. Um, it should go up somewhere in the neighborhood on the website, on the county website, thousand eighty dollars, but that's that's an estimate at this point. Um, it, it's going to depend on the final costs, which they'll have a total for on June thirtieth, the end of their fiscal year. They'll have the final costs of the project, and they'll also have the um, the state portion of the loan starting to be assessed, which is the the primary reason that you're going to see this assessment assessed amount jump from 700 to over $1,000 um, because those those folks are going to start repaying that state portion of the loan. Is that annually or is that per tax cycle? Um, it's annually for about 38, 37 or 38 more years. 
until that $25,000 is paid off in full. Now, some homeowners chose to, you know, however they came into the money, whether it was just cash laying around, they took out a loan on their house. You know, we had one gentleman call last week who took out a, a, a mortgage, took some cash out of the property to pay that $25,000 off in a lump sum so it wouldn't um, be charged annually anymore. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you have the ability to do that, but if you don't, if you just pay... Uh, the annual installment with your property taxes, you're going to see that charge um, for, they've been billing it for about two or three years, so it's going to be another 37 or 38 years. Um, if So here's one of the questions that came up with one of our callers, was if you paid that $25,000 off in full in one lump sum, were you still paying the interest that other homeowners are paying? Because there is interest on these loans. The USDA 40-year loan, or, or the USDA loan was for 40 years at two and three quarter percent, and the SRF loan, the State Revolving Fund loan, was a 30-year term at two percent. So we were wondering, well, if you pay that off in full, are you also paying the full 30 and 40 years of interest? And the answer is no. If you choose to pay those that that $25,000 assessment in full on your property, you avoid a pretty significant amount of interest i mean it's a low interest rate but it's for it's a it's for an extended period yeah, of time it's, 30 it's and 40 years. so yeah it will amount to some real money yeah so there is definitely some motivation to do that sure you're saving some cash yeah um so you know that that was that was good to understand that that if you're paying that off you're you're just paying off the principal amount you're not paying off interest that you shouldn't be paying because you paid yours your portion off early um, if you do just pay it annually, like I said, you will be responsible for a greater amount of interest. Um, not, I mean, you're two and two and three quarters percent portion of interest, but you will be responsible for that interest portion. <clears throat> um, let's see, what else did we go over? There was a lot here. Um, so we talked a little bit more about that sewer service bill, um, which is the the billing that people are just starting to receive that missed the property tax cycle. Um, this is an annualized bill. It, it's annualized based on your January and February water usage. It's the most common method statewide of assessing a sewer charge is by looking at a household's water usage. And using the January and February timeframe is also a common metric that is used statewide. I actually think that's an advantageous time of year to be using for the annualized assessment because January, February is usually a little little more of a wet time. You're not watering your lawn. Yeah, you shouldn't be watering your lawns and trees and landscaping nearly as much then. Um, So it seems like a good time for a homeowner to be uh, assessed for an annual bill. there is, you know, and, and the county, there's three different purveyors of water in the, in the town of Los Osos. Um, so they're getting their data from those three different purveyors. Depending on, you know, who's providing water for your particular home, that's who is um, feeding the data to the county so that they can do that assessment. They're relying on that data to be accurate. You as the homeowner need to be looking at your bills, particularly in January and February, uh, to make sure that they're accurate. If you don't think they're accurate, you should be calling your water company and um, addressing that with them. You should also take 
some time to make sure you don't have any leaks around your house because that's going to affect your billing. Um, they, there's been stories of people who have thought, you know, questioned the water usage and then unbeknownst to them found leaks, you know, underground, things like that. So those are things you want to get fixed. Um, so yeah, I think, oh, other things, you know, they said really think about, uh, you know, doing re-landscaping or refilling spas, things that take lots of water. Don't do those during January, January February. February. <laughs> do that some other time of year when you're not uh, being measured for for a bill. Um, so just a couple of tips there from the county for you. They also wanted me, this is the last thing I'll say about this, they wanted me to um, just let everyone know that they're coming up with a care program for lower income households it's going to be a rebate uh, for low income households it's going to be very similar to the pg&e care program um where i th i think the pg&e one you get like a 20 percent discount on your rate something like that um so they're going to get a 20 percent discount I, on the assessment they haven't figured out the dollar amount whether it's a dollar amount or a percentage they haven't determined any of that they're just in the it's in the works yeah that they wanted me to let the the community of los osos know that there is a care program in the works it's going to be based on the pg e program they don't want to reinvent the wheel for the low income qualification okay. they're basically going to be asking for evidence that you're receiving that pg e rebate and then you'll qualify for the um for the county sewer rebate under their care program. It's going to be effective next fiscal year. There's some information about that care program on the county website. It's a great place to get a lot of information. Um, you can also, again, call Straith. She was very gracious to offer up you know, her, her office line as a resource for you if you have any questions about the sewer, any questions about the financing, about the billing, any of that stuff. Uh, give her a call. Again, her phone number is 805-781-5299. So um, it was a great meeting. I really appreciated John and Straith reaching out to us. Uh, apparently their supervisor was listening to the show a couple weeks ago and uh, wanted to make sure that the correct information was getting out. I don't know that we said anything that was inaccurate necessarily, but we definitely had a lot of questions, and it was good to have those questions answered. Hmm. And uh, And so there you have it now, too. And they reached out to you. Yeah, that's yeah impressive. Yeah, it was it was nice nice to know that uh, the the people out there listening and paying attention and uh, and yeah, if we're ever saying anything inaccurate, let us know. We don't want to we don't want to be giving out fake news here on Mortgage Matters. It's not what it's about. So there we go. You yeah. know what's going on in Los Osos. Mm -hmm. That's good stuff. All right, I think it's time to take a break. My mouth's tired. I need a drink of water. I wish I had some coffee, but I don't. We have water out in that place. I, like might, I might go do a two-minute sprint over to the coffee pot here. That's right. Um, all right. Well, we're going to be back with more Mortgage Matters right after this break. Mortgage Matters with host Dan and Jason will be right back. Join the conversation by calling 543-8830 or 800-549-5832. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. Too often, potential home buyers disqualify themselves believing they need perfect credit. The fact is we can finance home buyers with low credit scores, collections, bankruptcy, foreclosure, or short sale. Before you meet with a realtor, step one is to get pre-approved. Just call 543 Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. California BRA number 018-39608. DBO number 6054783. MLS number 328358. We're the mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast Lending. 
For those of us who live here on the Central Coast, we know this is a unique place to have a home. And for over 30 years, Patterson Realty has been a vital part of San Luis Obispo County. Patterson professionals have led the way in real estate by adapting to new market conditions to make sales happen. What they offer is the quality of their people, agents working just for you. Get the experts at Patterson Realty on your side. Experience the Patterson difference. Call 544-8662 or online at pattersonrealty.com. Through seven presidential administrations, bull and bear markets, and unprecedented change, Blakesley and Blakesley has been here helping residents of the Central Coast reach their financial goals. So if you need retirement advice beyond Social Security, want to roll over an old 401k, or simply seek guidance through an important financial decision, visit Blakesley and Blakesley in San Luis Obispo, Paso Robles, and Santa Maria. Blakesley and Blakesley for the service you deserve and the advice you trust. Member FINRA and SIPC. You're listening to Mortgage Matters on KVEC News Talk 920. If you missed any part of the show, log on to centralcoastlending.com for archived shows and more. Now, back to your hosts, Dan and Jason from Central Coast Lending. I didn't realize it's going to do oh. that. Beatles, the birthday. There we All go. right. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. All right. Anyway, that's pretty cool. But, you know, I'm I sure meant to play more of the song. Jason appreciates the yeah. sentiment. Yeah. 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 Happy birthday, Jason. Yeah. Um, find some more birthday songs. There we go. All right. All right. Just All right. getting organized here at the news desk. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so official. All right. Yeah. Yeah. The, the damn Podesto uh, shuffling news through newspaper there. articles. Yeah, yeah, you know, I gotta make sure I got it all. Got a lot of info here. It's been two weeks, two heavy news weeks too. Mm-hmm. I might add. Um, I think we should uh, just give a little preview of the second hour of the show too. We have uh, we have a guest coming on. We do. Uh, realtor from North County, Remax Parkside. Remax Parkside, Alicia DeGrazia. That is correct. She's going to be joining us a little bit uh, later in the show after the after the top of the hour break. Uh, she'll be joining us live in studio. Um, you guys have a cool program that you're going to talk about. Yeah, the Homes for Heroes program. Homes for Heroes. Yeah, yeah it's a really neat program. Just tease you a little bit. That's a that's a cool program for any uh, anyone who might be considered a hero out there. It's a Pretty pretty wide net. Law enforcement, uh, healthcare, teachers, teachers, nurses, doctors. Yeah, all those people that that take care of us in one way or another out there are eligible for this program. So when Alicia joins us uh, at ten o'clock, we'll we'll talk a little more about that and just talk real estate in general. Um, we've got about thirty minutes here where we can try to squeeze in some of this news. There's a lot going on in the world. Um, we had a jobs report yesterday. I guess that's a good place to start. Uh, jobs reports always a, a pretty, pretty hot item. We've, um, seen, seen one or two weak jobs reports here in the last month or so. And, um, it was nice to see a good one yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. The market, uh, I think it was at least as good as expected, if not a little bit better. The... Market response wasn't huge, though. 
No, it, yeah, I, I noticed that too, and kind of surprising. Yeah, it was a little surprising. I don't know if they had it baked in a little bit. Um, people had already anticipated that that was coming in in that fashion, but yeah, it didn't seem to make a lot of movements when the official announcements were made, um, which, you know, I think that they have a good inclination of what's happening before it actually happens quite frequently, so sometimes you get that. Yeah. So what we saw yesterday was uh, employers added 211,000 jobs in um, in April, which was more than double the amount of jobs added in March. March was bad. I think it was like 80-something thousand. And so it was nice to see 211. That's a good number. Love being over 200,000 jobs added. The unemployment rate actually fell a tenth of a percent to 4.4%, which is now at a 10-year low. Um so, so it's not, you know, even, even with the, the, the swings in employment, um, employ actual numbers of jobs added, we're still, um, this year we're at an average, uh, per month of 185,000. So that's a good number. That's solid, solid yeah. job growth. Just a little more volatile to start this year. Um, I wonder how much of it had to do with weather. It always seems like weather's to blame whenever something's... When nobody knows what the real reason might yeah, be. Yeah, the default excuse is weather. So it's hard to say. You know, it's just... I think it's just business just operates that way sometimes. You know, and... It, you know, we always want to be growing. We always want to be doing better than last month and two months prior and the year before. And sometimes yeah. it just doesn't work out that way. Yeah, and I think in January, <laughs> February, March, you should anticipate that there may be, uh, in certain parts of this country, weather. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> just a thought. Definitely. So that looked like a good number. Um but again, not really market moving, kind of kind of surprising. It seems like there's other other things going on. You know, there's as far as the bond markets go, I guess, you know, usually this type of a positive jobs report would um, cause rates to go up a little bit. Good news is usually bad for interest rates. But we have other news going on that just creates uncertainty in the world. We've had a lot of international news with, uh, you know, just between these countries that are everyone seems to be posturing whether it's us or it's north korea or you know whoever else is in the mix you know people getting involved saying you need to relax and you need to relax there's this uncertainty which has caused the interest rates to actually decline um in the last few weeks yeah i would think the tension is probably something that's driving that we did have a a little bit of a bump a few days ago i mean nothing's substantial it's traded in a, a pretty tight range you know in the low 2.2 range on the 10-year to the mid 2.3 range yeah so i mean it kind of it, it went up to the top part of that range and then started to settle back down again and that seemed like markets just testing the testing edges the edges yeah that's yeah. really what it seemed like and we have been in a tight range i was i got hooked up have you I, don't, I hope you've done this there's this cool app now it's called rate watch yeah i have that okay. i have that so for those of you who are really into data it's pretty cool um what it does <laughs> is it shows a um candlestick graph of the mortgage-backed securities trading 
which yeah i'm probably i, I lost a lot of you it's really cool hey, there's there's some math nerds out there yeah. that are pretty excited to hear about we're this. trading in a 40 basis point range uh for the the fannie mae three and a half security which means there's not a lot of movement in rates they're pretty flat yeah and they've been that way for about two weeks yeah and it, and I don't know. I mean, like I said, it seemed to have tested both edges last week, mm-hmm. you know, and really and didn't break through. this week right in the middle. Yeah. Right in the middle of that range. <laughs> so so for those of you, what does that mean to you guys? If, uh, if you're involved in a transaction right now, you know, locking in an interest rate is probably a great, good idea. There's nothing really to gain or lose, really. I, I think there's probably more to lose than to gain. Um, I don't see unless barring some of some of this international tension uh, reaching new heights. I really don't see rates going significantly lower, um, but I do see opportunity for rates to move higher should some of this uncertainty and tension get sorted out. Yeah, though I don't know if the tension's getting sorted out anytime in the near future. That's out of my wheelhouse. Yeah, but and, and that's just one aspect of of what could be. Um, leading to this little dip in rates right now we've got um we've got auto sales have been in the news a lot lately about how weak they are i've heard similar stories about retail sales um if you listen to the financial channels they are declaring the death of retail at the moment sears just uh in the paper the other day they're closing their doors and slow yeah they're closing down so yeah another big retailer uh going out of business um, you know, just the online thing. Sears was assessing their stores. It's I, Sears, Kmart are now yeah. the same brand basically, and um, they're going through. And the stores that aren't profitable, they're getting rid of. And apparently, that one in San Luis was was on the chopping block. So it's just the consumer shops differently now. But even even so, even when you look at all types of retail figures the consumers just not spending like we'd hope they would yeah that is true that's true uh we had a gdp reading which would be a measure of that of all spending really i mean 70 percent or so of our gdp is based on consumer spending and because of that slow consumer spending it held down first quarter gdp the reading we saw i think it was last week was uh, just a 0.7% rate of annualized growth. Um, consumer spending was only rose 0.3% during that time period, which is by far the worst showing since the fourth quarter of 2009. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's not good. Have you seen any of the news reports about the autos, though? The auto loans? Like, they're talking about auto loans and almost, I don't want to say subprime, but they're, have you not seen any of this? I've, I've seen some auto news, but I'm, I'll let you. Yeah, well, they're worried about the auto loans that they've been writing over the last few years, similar to the problems that happened in mortgages. Um, I don't know if it's to the same extent, but I've actually seen two or three news programs, like television news programs, that were dedicated to that, where they're a bit concerned that those Whether or loans, not they'll be repaid. Yeah, yeah, they're having having some issues and, you know, lower credits. Uh, well, I always find it kind of interesting, the difference between getting an auto loan and a mortgage. I mean, granted, we're talking... Substantial difference in money, but I get it. Well... 
And, and maybe to us here, where homes are five, six hundred thousand dollars, in a different part of the the state or country, even you know, maybe not as much. The disparity isn't quite as large. But you know, when you're going into a mortgage to get a mortgage, it, there's no fooling around. There's no you're gonna just knock it out today and have a loan tomorrow. I mean, there are steps you have to go through. There's stuff you have to prove income assets credit um there's a lot of scrutiny when getting a mortgage when you go get an auto loan you sit down and they're structuring your term and your rate based on the payment you can afford it's all the conversation's always about well what can you afford yeah what what kind of monthly payment are you comfortable what are you looking for i mean we'll give you a seven-year term at four or five percent or oh oh you're comfortable we could do an eight-year term yeah, they work that four square is what they call it with those four yeah. boxes, and and they always want to end up back on the payment. I tell you what, I bought my RV. The loan application was a phone call. I mean, granted, the place I called had a lot of information on me, but 15 minutes later, I had a rate and a loan and was done. We we went up and uh, last year got a new car for for my wife. Uh, I mean, up at the Bay Area, they don't know us from anyone Adam, else. Yeah, yeah. they're we're just two random people who walked in. Uh, I mean, I filled out a pretty basic credit application, not nearly as lengthy as the one that we do in the mortgage business. Yeah. Um, they did a single bureau poll of my credit. Um, you know, they ask you what your income is, but there's no verifi- verification of it. They don't look at a pay stub or a, a W-2 or a bank statement or a tax return or anything like that. They just rely on the information you put on a credit application, and then that's how they qualify. And down it. you go. I mean, it's yeah. completely different. One of one of the programs that I watched was pretty. It was pretty interesting, and I I want to make sure that I'm remembering it correctly. But they were talking about the you know buy here pay here places, and uh, they were talking that sometimes they resold those same cars after repossessing like four or five times, <laughs> and that the money was made on the down payment. They make the down payment. They never, at least in some cases, really didn't anticipate that they'd be getting repaid, That, but they did anticipate they'd be taking the car back and getting another, you know, deposit onto the vehicle. Hmm. Um, so it was, it's a very interesting thing, but they definitely said that the auto industry and the auto lending was the current threat, um, you know, as far as financials are concerned. When it's revolving around lending, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, no, the the autos have been pushing things around. I do know that, you know, retail sales has definitely been down. Um, but the tech companies have done pretty well. I mean, some of their earnings reports the last little bit of time. And so the NASDAQ's been, been doing much better than some of the other, uh, you know, markets, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> I have seen that. I've I've seen you know s- stocks on whether it's Nasdaq or Dow tend to are still doing pretty well, pretty strong. Yeah, Dow's creeping back up to twenty one thousand. Yeah, yeah, things look good there. But yeah, just the consumer, the the things that drive the big numbers, the GDP, um, you know, which is again primarily that consumer spending metric it's just been disappointing and it's kind of surprising given that the confidence seems to be the confidence numbers have been going up um it it just doesn't seem to all jive it's it's something's kind of weird so because of that uncertainty um we're seeing some some of that reflected in markets 
I've also got, you know, on the political spectrum, a little bit of uncertainty. There's mixed messages. Um, you know, for instance, I think it was this week we saw some discussion over regulation. And I, I clipped one article here where we're almost nearly in the same breath of talking about eliminating all or some portion of Dodd-Frank, which is a lot of the financial regulation, that there was some interest in reinstating a Glass-Steagall, which would create that barrier between uh, depository banks and, and investment banks. banks. And that would likely lead to a some kind of breakup of the larger banks. So it's just kind of... And those two ideas are kind of contradictory to one another. So some, it's just, there's uncertainty s- out there. Sometimes I feel lately <clears throat> that... Uh, those those ideas are just thrown out to uh, get a reaction. Sure. Recently, yeah, I, I really gauge public sentiment. right? Yeah, just kind of let, let's say something that's going to be a bit shocking. Let's see how people respond. Sure. And and it's really just a test of of response, in my opinion, at times. What do you think the uh, the health care bill? I mean, that's right before that vote went through. That's when things took the little slight move up. <clears throat> I, I don't know if that was just coincidence or if that had anything to do with it or not. I mean, it's it's a big issue. Obviously, it's a it's a big issue as to <clears throat> as to why you know one factor as to why Trump even got elected is over health care. I mean, I health care is a complicated issue. It <clears throat> it's it's pretty complicated. It's a complicated issue, particularly in a country of this size. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> you wasn't okay sure, over wasn't there? Sure what voice was about to pop out right there. Yeah, you're going through puberty a second time over here. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it's a big issue. Um, it sounds like it might have a tougher road ahead. In the Senate, absolutely. But it, it was strange because the jobs numbers came out a couple of days earlier. That little movement didn't seem to be related to that. It seemed to be more related to, or I don't want to say related to, it was closer in timing to you know, the health care vote in the House. Sure. So, you know, again, not saying that it was related, but it is a, either a coincidence or it might have had some effect on that. Yeah. And then, you know, the the passage or, you know, attempted passage here of health care reform will will have a big impact on tax reform. I think that's the the plan of attack right now is to try to get some kind of health care reform done so that that can be a key component of tax reform. Oh, absolutely. So there's, absolutely. there's a lot of change ahead of us, I think, is really, you know, whether it gets done or not or how fast it gets done, uh, those kind of things are, are just, you know, no one knows. I'm, I'm just uh, preparing myself for volatility. Uh, that's the way I see the next few months, at least, and more than likely, at least through the end of the year. But that's just a guess. Yeah, I, I, I think so. I mean, it's there's just a lot of different directions things can go right now, and that uncertainty generally leads to um, safer plays in markets, which in in our world, that means rates generally go down. Safe play is investing in something with a, a guaranteed return, which bonds do that, and that's, uh, that's why during these periods, whether it's international uncertainty, domestic uncertainty, you'll see money go into bonds. Oh, absolutely. People at that point are more more concerned with retaining the money that they have and yeah, less right. concerned about making money with the money that they have. So, you know, you, you have a usually a sell-off in equities and, and a, um, you know, investment into securities. 
lately the the disconnect and it's been a while but there's been a disconnect you can see people you know you can watch the the indices and you can see people buying securities while they maybe aren't selling equities so the money's coming from somewhere i don't know if it's coming from under a mattress or the backyard <laughs> or where it's coming from but it, they're not selling other investments in order to make these new investments it's just money that's coming from somewhere hmm. but yeah uncertainty undoubtedly undoubtedly leads to to people buying securities and that obviously is good for us and and you out there if you're looking to purchase a house you mm -hmm. know because it does keep rates down you know if you talk to the experts just a few years ago by this point we should be you know off the off the charts you know moving higher and and yeah. all of those things have you quote any rates on friday i believe i did what what was a 30-year fix looking like Oh, real high threes, low fours range, depending upon the, the, the credit situation, investment, owner occupancy, all of those types of things. But Right around 4%? Right around 4%, Man. you know, which yeah. is not bad. That's pretty good, you know. So, but yeah, you know, it, you look at the jobs numbers and we're getting pretty close to full employment, you yeah. know, even with the, the previous reports not being that great. Though I do know, you know, the population growth, they have to at least keep up with that, but you know, the employment numbers are pretty good. Um, if you had spoken to people a year ago, they would tell you that we would be in a much higher position than we are today as far as rates are concerned, I would have to believe. That's, uh, as far as earnings go, it looks like average hour er hourly earnings were up 0.3% on the month, down just a, just a hair year over year at 2.5% for earnings growth. So... That's the number I keep looking at. You know, we we speculate where are when are we at full employment? And I keep looking at that earnings number. When that earnings number starts to really show a noticeable rise, I think that's the idea that hey, there's no one else out to hire. There's no one who just doesn't have a job who I can hire at the bottom oh, rung of pay. I see where you're when going. When I have to start recruiting, you know, hiring people away from other jobs by paying them more, that's when I'll know that we're that we're looking good. Yeah, you're not the only one though. I mean, there was a whole segment on uh, CNBC yesterday where they oh. were they were focused on that. Though, I actually, feel like your explanation was a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, those, those those incomes are increasing because you're having to attract people, and, and you're not just going out to the market and looking for somebody that would be good at the job that's currently unemployed. You're right. having to recruit them away from somebody, and yeah, that makes a lot of sense. We're at 948. I think it's a great time to take another break. Uh, if you'd like to participate in the show today, we'd love to hear from you. You can give us a call, 543-8830, 543-8830. Uh, we'll be right back with more Mortgage Matters. To ask a question or make a comment, call 543-8830 or 800-549-5832. Mortgage Matters on KVEC News Talk 920. We'll be back after these messages from our sponsors. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Linen. The most critical part of buying a home is getting pre-approved for a mortgage. Pre-approved buyers are taken more seriously, enjoy a less stressful transaction, and close faster with no last-minute surprises. Before you meet with a realtor, step one is to get pre-approved. Just call 543 Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. California BRA number 018-39608. DBO number 6054783. MLS number 328358. We're the mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast Lending. 
For those of us who live here on the Central Coast, we know this is a unique place to have a home. And for over 30 years, Patterson Realty has been a vital part of San Luis Obispo County. Patterson professionals have led the way in real estate by adapting to new market conditions to make sales happen. What they offer is the quality of their people, agents working just for you. Get the experts at Patterson Realty on your side. Experience the Patterson difference. Call 544-8662 or online at pattersonrealty.com. Through seven presidential administrations, bull and bear markets, and unprecedented change, Blakesley & Blakesley has been here helping residents of the Central Coast reach their financial goals. So if you need retirement advice beyond Social Security, want to roll over an old 401k, or simply seek guidance through an important financial decision, visit Blakesley & Blakesley in San Luis Obispo, Paso Robles, and Santa Maria. Blakesley & Blakesley, for the service you deserve and the advice you trust. Member FINRA and SIPC. Welcome back. You're listening to Mortgage Matters with host Dan and Jason from Central Coast Lending. If you want to join the conversation, call the show at 543-8830 or 800-549-5832. Now, here's Dan and Jason. For anybody in the audience who's got a birthday today, happy birthday to you. up there saying happy birthday jason grody yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome yeah. yeah i wonder how much that would cost that. yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't think uh, sir paul comes cheap no, no problem <laughs> i uh, guarantee that no. hey, i'm sure we can find a, a british person though to come yeah we yeah. can find an impersonator for much more affordable <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes all right not much time left in this hour a lot more news to cover believe it or not there was a fed meeting this week and we haven't even made it there yet. <laughs> we haven't even made it there. That's because nothing happened. Yeah, they had, there's not been a lot happening in those lately. Yeah, it's uh, you know, you hear the people speak about it on yeah you know, again the financial channels and things, and it's all about parsing out their sentiment and analyzing yeah, every word. Maybe they're a bit more dovish or hawkish than they were last time. It it seems a little silly at times. Yeah, it does. It's highly scrutinized. The most highly scrutinized. Yeah, collection of words <laughs> that we see. <laughs> oh, they use this adjective instead of that yeah. one this time. As expected, they uh, they met over their two-day meeting, Tuesday and Wednesday, and made no change to their Fed funds rate. So it remains at a three-quarter to one percent range. Do you remember when the Fed funds rate was just one number? It wasn't a range? Yes, I do. I wonder when we're going back to that. I, eh, I don't know. Yeah, well... <laughs> But I choose the lower range. If yeah, you right. Know. I'll take three quarters. If I, if I, if I get a choice, I'll take three quarters. Yeah, but I don't think they'll lend to us over the uh, overnight window. So <laughs> yeah. I think we're safe. So yeah, that meeting came and went. Nothing, nothing too exciting. I saw expectations for a June rate hike are still exceeding fifty percent of uh, economists believing that there will be a rate hike. 
Um, I saw something around the 40, the high 30s, low 40% range that we would see three rate hikes this year in total. And um, <laughs> I think that was that was what I recall. Yeah, uh, that would mean that our politicians would actually have to agree on something, and I'm not real sure that's going to happen. Yeah, well, I also look around at just what's going on economically. I mean, if jobs continue to, to show... Um, good gains and, and things like that, then I, I think they're a June rate hike would probably be warranted. I still, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't the June one. Okay. I get, but the, the three remaining through the year, I, I think that, uh, well, three, I took it as three in total, which we've already had one. Oh, so you're saying another two. two. So uh, then maybe one in December. Okay. That, that seems more feasible. I thought you were saying path. three additional. Yeah. And maybe that's, that was, cause it seems like three total would be a no brainer. But this was at like forty-ish percent, mm. so maybe it was three more. Yeah, we'll know. see. Yeah, I have. I, I think maybe two more is kind of what we're on track for. Yeah, I feel like two more are totally feasible. Um, let's see what else. There was a good good amount of housing news too over the last week or two. Let me pop over to that page. Here we go. Um. We had an FHFA home price, house price index. That's their uh, federal housing finance authority. This is the house that I'm going to just call it what I want to call it. They call it a house price index. It's a home price index that um, is measured based on appraisal data. Oh. So this is, I, I really like this one because it takes into account all of the appraisals that are done, I guess last year it might have been more meaningful than this year because the agencies changed their rules on when you are required to get appraisals. So there's probably less appraisals occurring now on refinance transactions than there were last year. Yeah, there's a lot more property inspection waivers. So, But, but I, w it, I wonder if that's going into the data, though, the, uh, the automated valuation uh -oh. system data. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. That is a good question. But yeah, I, I do know that this one takes into account all appraisal data. So that's going to definitely include your purchases and um, include a, a good number of refis as well. Um, whereas the Case-Shiller Home Price Index is really just based on um, sales, sales data. Um, so what we saw was the FHFA prices are up year over year 6.4% and uh that's a february to february number and then the S&P K Schiller index was up 5.9% year over year hmm. so both pretty close yeah they're pretty close but the, the case is just the sales data, so that's just what people actually sold the properties for. Right. The refinance data is in the other number. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. And it's, you know, obviously we're seeing uh, appreciation at a little higher clip here closer to home. Oh, yeah. Locally, or, it's it's quite a bit more. We, we don't have inventory, you know. So, yeah. you know, that's always going to put upward pressure on things and you know you'll start to get into a period where appraisals it, sometimes it's tough to get the appraised value as things uh, get tighter and people start to push the values up and there's lack of inventory for people to look at 
I found this pretty, there's an interesting article on CNBC. I, it caught my attention. It's their uh, real estate correspondent, Diana Olick, was talking about something, got me to their website. Good job, CNBC. You got me there. Um, it's talking about how there's there's some areas that are still struggling with home values. Some kinda, areas of the country? Yeah. Which is, oh, absolutely. It's so weird to me because, you know, you get so used to your local market. And obviously, our local market's been on fire. Um I, I have a hard time believing that there's any home in the local area that's still um, upside down as far as, you know, a loan to value on a mortgage. Um, it seems like our area has recovered pretty well. But there are markets that that this report was suggesting won't fully recover value um, until 2025. From the financial crisis. Yeah, from the, from the big downturn uh, back in 2007 and 8. And... And it, a lot of it, you know, they were they were look. I pulled up some interesting graphs about um, about value in areas and and the income growth, the post recession income growth in those areas. Yeah, that's, that's what I was obviously thinking. Obviously, a driving factor. Um, you know, San Francisco, for instance, has seen some of the biggest gains in housing, but also has seen some of the biggest gains in income. Yeah, and a lot of that's the tech industries that have come into there. Yeah. I would think that areas where they have a lot of income or a lot of uh, the economy of that area are based upon one industry that remains struggling, that those may be areas where there's major issues. I was kind of surprised at some of the areas. Here's a colored graph. Obviously, you know, colored graphs don't do well on radio, but um, I was kind of surprised to see some of the areas where I see a lot of red, which would indicate a very low share of homes back to their peak value. Um, basically, the, the southwest area, including Southern California, so that'd be your L.A., San Diego, Las Vegas, Salt Lake City, Tucson, Phoenix. Those mm. areas, Albuquerque, um, are all showing in red, meaning that a very low percentage of homes are back to their peak value. That was kind of surprising, especially the Southern California area. Um, Florida, bright red, just lit up as red. And then a lot of New England. Whoa! I guess we're going out on top of the hour break. Sorry about that. Top of the hour break. <laughs> I screwed right. that up a little bit. We'll be right back. More Mortgage Matters. You're tuned in to Mortgage Matters, which airs every Saturday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Your hosts, Dan and Jason from Central Coast Lending, want you to join the conversation by calling 800-549-5832. Now, back to the show. For anybody in the audience who's got a birthday today, happy birthday to you. an abrupt end to that last hour yeah i had to make more than make up yeah all right trying to find all these birthday songs and i oh forgot it's the end of the hour sorry about that that's all right 
Well, I, I'm gonna. I'm I see a, that you didn't find a different one. Then. I couldn't find another one. Yeah, it's just like okay. Strike one and strike two. And we'll start it again here. All right. Well, start your search. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to uh, finish what I was saying and tie it in to our next segment here, like a true radio pro. Um, so I was just sharing this this cool graph. Uh, pictographic type thing. I don't know what they're called. Whatever. It's it's pretty interesting to look at. But it's a map with dots on it. It's dude. a map with colored dots on it. It's pretty neat. Um, the Southwest, Florida, and the Northeast are the areas that um, the lowest share of homes are back to their peak value. And again, one of the one of the primary factors that this that this article was driving at was that um, income growth in those particular areas is is lagging, I guess, in those areas where we're seeing uh, less of the homes recovering value. And in areas where income is growing since the recession, we're seeing the home values uh, recover at a, at a higher rate. I guess that all makes sense. It, well, you know, it makes sense to me. The, the, the areas, well, with the exception of the Northeast, those areas are kind of snowbird areas. A lot of retired people, a lot of fixed yeah, income. Sure, sure. You look at Florida. I mean, pretty much it's all the people from the uh, the Northeast that moved down there That's and live true. in Florida. And then that Southern area too, you know, particularly out in the desert, there's a lot of people that retire out there. Yeah. Now the Northeast, yeah, that doesn't, that one's I, kind I of have weird, no idea. Huh? Yeah. No idea. So interesting um, to see that. Obviously around here, we're, um, homes have been on a, pretty rapid appreciation, uh, double-digit percentage over the last several years. Um, homes have more than recovered from the the downturn, and now things seem to be countywide, you know, exceeding the their peak value um, by quite a bit. And so anyways, that might be a nice way to introduce our, our next guest. We've got Alicia DeGrazia joining us. Good morning, and thank you for coming in on a Saturday. Good morning, thank you for having me. Taking a break from t-ball. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Running. I know those games get pretty intense, right? They do. Pretty exciting. We have some dedicated kids on our <laughs> <Yeah>. team. <laughs> you're just sharing how your was it son? Mm -hmm. Your son's a pretty good at throwing a dirt clod. He is. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good skill to have. Uh, do they have any flower pickers on the team out there? No, we have a girl who likes to make angels in the infield. Oh, uh, you know what? I can see why that would be fun. Right? <laughs> I can see it myself. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we're going to try to have just as much fun here in the radio studio today. Awesome. It can be, be pretty exciting. Well, we've learned a little bit about uh, your weekend activity. How did you get into real estate? You know, when I was at Cal Poly um, back in the day, I... Uh, you know, it just was really interested me. I was, thought I wanted to be an appraiser, so I figured sales was a little um, easier to get into at first to test the water. And 12 years later, I'm still here. <laughs> still doing it. Yeah. Cool. I, I met Alicia back then. This was a long time ago. Like yeah. my, my college kid was playing t-ball back <laughs> then, back then. And now, you know, she's got little kids and mine's all gone. So it's been a lot of years. That's right. Been a lot of years. That's cool. Are you um, born and raised in the area? I'm not. I'm originally from Northern California. Oh, where about? Uh, Mendocino County. Okay. So, um, yeah, I grew up there, came down, went to both Cuesta and Cal Poly. My brother and I both did, and I stayed. And awesome. He left. Where is he now? Grass Valley. Okay. 
Yeah. I'm from Sacramento. Oh, okay. Right there. Did the same trip, came down for school, I've tried really hard not to leave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sac's a great place to be from. Yeah. <laughs> I like visiting. I like going back and visiting. Good stuff. <laughs> um, so you've been in real estate now 12 years, and you're, do you work, you probably work all over the county, but you live up in North County? I live in North County. I work primarily in North County. I do okay. some stuff down um, south of the grade. Okay. But um, mostly North County and Southern Monterey County is our, our territory where we focus. So we do a lot of ranch properties, um, single family. I mean, a little bit of everything. We have wineries, stuff like that. But, um, yeah. Do you have to be pretty well-versed on well issues to deal with real estate up there? Oh, Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. No, probably more about wells than you ever hoped. Oh, yes. And uh, my partner, Wade Taylor, he he's very well-versed in that. So if I have a question, I go to him. Okay. So what kind of trends do you see in the North County area? I mean, things obviously price-wise are increasing. You see in more second homes. You see in a lot vacation types. Like what's going on uh, up in the North County area? Vacation homes, retirees, um, more people buying more single-family residences. You know, when I first started, a lot of people up there would buy um, the Dream Ranchette, and we're still selling those. They're not moving as quickly. What's Talk to me. What's a Dream Ranchette? It was whatever you want it to be. It was so a it's mini a, ranch. A, yeah, <laughs> house on five or ten acres. Okay. Um, some of them want a vineyard. Some of them don't. But um, regardless, whether you're doing horses or vines, you, you just want that extra space. Just the hobby area. Right. Room for your toys and hobbies. Exactly. Okay. So now we're seeing a lot more people want single family residences in, in town and stuff. And uh, the, v, the VRBO, the vacation rental, um, that's a that's a big trend right now okay because wine country is just obviously mm-hmm. right taking off it's yep. getting all kinds of uh publicity nationally internationally so exactly. now i've heard the airbnb markets um becoming a thing there now yes, too it's a big thing okay <laughs> um cool i know will made the uh i i think will just moved from his dream ranchette to a a more manageable single-family home, is that right? I would not call it a dream ranch yet, but I did move into town. <laughs> okay. It turns out what my wife wants, that usually wins. Yeah, so oh. while my daughter's still in school, we did move into town. Um, once she graduates, my youngest, uh, maybe not so much. Maybe we'll you move back out. That you can bring the dream back? Well, you know... I need some stuff. <laughs> Good luck with that. I, ha- I need a flatbed right now. I can't buy one because I don't have anywhere to put it. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely would uh, would like to move back out. But right now, we're really enjoying being in town. You know, my daughter has uh, friends in the neighborhood. They cruise around. It's working out. But, yeah, soon. Soon okay. I'll be back out <laughs> out of town. You're going to be in the market. <clears throat> well, you know, I, I, I think I might be loud. I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure that my neighbor's necessary. Like just in general or as a homeowner? Well, uh, just loud loud, uh, yeah. loud at my home. Let's just put it that <laughs> You're way. You're loud so, at work, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm sure that they'll have a party when I leave, maybe. Okay. Um, but we'll see what happens with that. We'll see what happens with that. <clears throat> Alicia, what's inventory looking like right now? It's slim. Yeah? Yeah. There's not a lot to choose from right now um, in the buyer's market. I mean, in any price range, there's typically five or six available to look at and at any one time yeah and if if you find one that you kind of like you probably should snap it up yeah so are 
Are you seeing the situations where you got multiple people bidding on a house still? Yep. If the house is a really great deal, then you'll have multiple people bidding, especially if it's something that's in really good condition. Okay. I frequently write multiple prequels for the same property. Yeah. Yeah. It's... I've heard that from a few agents, whether it's the same office loan officer writing those prequels or you know same just agent. same folks in our in our firm <laughs> yeah. with uh with borrowers yeah it's it's pretty competitive yeah i mean what kind of what can you do to get more people thinking about listing their homes for sale i mean part of the problem's got to be that they don't think they can find the a replacement house i mean that's got to be a deterrent but well, that's part of the problem with the buyers too because the buyer doesn't want to sell their house and put it on the market and be that one that sells and then turn around and not have a place to go so that's part of our problem so how do you see that changing or do you see it changing i don't i'm not sure that it it does really i mean because i think it requires construction you know yeah. and the construction needs to pick back up but i mean it's been down for quite some time yeah. There's a lot more dirt being moved right now There's than I've talk. seen in the past. Yeah. I mean, I heard something about, what, something out by the Paso Airport, a big development that they're talking about, big ranch they're talking about. Mm, I'm, I'm... But it sounds like it's, I mean, in the infancy, the early yeah, stages of planning. Really I mean, it's we're talking probably 10 or more years before that's reality. I know there's a couple of new developments going in in Atascadero with new homes that have bro broke ground. So okay. hopefully they'll be hitting the market soon. Yeah, and there's there's some larger properties being built, you know, in Paso as well, which I don't know if that's the part of the market that's super, super hot, you know, the 800 plus thousand dollar homes. But, you know, that's what seems to uh, those are the ones that I know right now. But there was those that, are the ones that have a little longer <clears throat> shelf life. I think so. I think so. The the houses that they built out off Experimental Station, those things really seem to fly off the market. Those did snap up. They were in that first-time home buyer market, so they don't have a yard, but okay. they're really nice homes, really energy efficient, and they're kind of more like a, a row house where it's uh, kind of just all... Attached walls? Yep. Okay. Yeah, it looks so, like a city kind of townhouse thing. Yeah, yeah, but they're nice. They did a really nice job. But I'll tell you this. I'm doing more government loans than I've done in a long time, which... Leads you to believe there's a lot more first-time home buyers, fresh people to the market. So, if you're sitting on a house out there in North County that you want to sell that kind of meets that range, now might be a great time, you know, to get that thing listed because there's a lot of competition for that house, and everybody knows what competition does to you know what you're going to get out of it. Sure. Right, right. So you know, if, if you're sitting on that house and you've been there for a long time, and you know just postponing the move and you need bigger space or different property for whatever reason you know now very well maybe the time to make that happen yeah, yeah. and will i mean you just did a uh, i think it was this week you did a seminar about renovation uh loans which is a pretty cool way i mean with with inventory being so scarce you might not you know as a home buyer or a potential home buyer you're you might not find the home that seems right for you but yeah. there's there's the renovation loans that are out there that can, you know, it's kind of like what you see on um, the HGTV where, where someone buys a home that's, you know, looks like a dump. They have can't see how they could possibly put their family in there, but then they do the rehab and make it their dream home. There's a loan program that allows for that exact scenario to play out. Yeah, you know, and as a buyer, it's not necessarily a bad way to go. I mean, you pick out a location, a school district. There's a lot of motivations that people have for where they want to be. And, you know, if you can't find the house that's going to work for you because of lack of inventory, 
you know, you might find one where with a couple renovations, it could work for you. And, you know, frequently, I mean, we had some people down from, from Plaza Home Mortgage, a, a bank, and they were talking about property that they did in a Tascadero. At completion, it had instant equity of over $100,000. Yeah. You know, so it may be a cost-effective way to do it. Um, it also may be a way where, you know, you can get exactly what you want. You know, if you have special or specific needs, I should say, in any way, you know, it's not a bad product. Um, you know, and if, if you're trying to sell a property, you know, sometimes selling what could be is easier than selling what is. You right. know, if you have a property with some deferred maintenance, you get somebody in there, make a couple sketches of what might be able to happen, you know, and all of a sudden that property that's that's not moving, um, you know, may move as well. So it's it's definitely something that could work for either side, you know, yeah. a buyer or a seller. So, you know, if, if any of those things are, are happening, again, not a bad time. I was going to say that sometimes you'll you'll find a property that lingers on the market. Sometimes will, aside from it just not being priced right, sometimes it has something funky going on with it. Right. You Absolutely. have to travel through uh, a bedroom to get to another bedroom, and that's never an ideal situation. Right. You know, something like that, where just a quick, simple rearranging of walls might might make that home flow so much better. A simple fix, relatively inexpensive, perfect example of of where that loan might come into play and. And help get a home sold that otherwise is sitting around. Yeah, you know, and it's it's just like anything else. They're responding to demand. So obviously there's demand, which is probably created by lack of inventory. Um, now the two of you are collaborating on a, on a cool program here in the area. Um, it's called Homes for Heroes. Um, I want to talk about that a little bit here, but we do need to take a break. So um, just want to tease the audience a little bit that we come back we want to talk about this homes for heroes program it's a really cool program that both will and alicia are involved in that offers discounts to both buyers and current homeowners if you're in the market for refinancing um, it offers discounts for people that are considered heroes and we'll talk more about who the heroes are in our local community uh, when we come back from this commercial break Mortgage Matters with hosts Dan and Jason will be right back. Join the conversation by calling 543-8830 or 800-549-5832. Hi, this is Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. There's a common myth that home buyers need to save a 20% down payment to buy a home. The fact is we offer numerous zero down and low down payment loan programs. Before you meet with a realtor, step one is to get pre-approved. Just call 543 Central Coast Lending is an equal housing lender. California BRE number 018-396-08. California DBO number 605-4783. NMLS number 328358. We're the mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast Lending. For those of us who live here on the Central Coast, we know this is a unique place to have a home. And for over 30 years, Patterson Realty has been a vital part of San Luis Obispo County. Patterson professionals have led the way in real estate by adapting to new market conditions to make sales happen. What they offer is the quality of their people, agents working just for you. Get the experts at Patterson Realty on your side. Experience the Patterson difference. Call 544-8662 or online at pattersonrealty.com. 
through seven presidential administrations, bull and bear markets, and unprecedented change. Blakesley and Blakesley has been here helping residents of the Central Coast reach their financial goals. So if you need retirement advice beyond Social Security, want to roll over an old 401k, or simply seek guidance through an important financial decision, visit Blakesley and Blakesley in San Luis Obispo, Paso Robles, and Santa Maria. Blakesley and Blakesley for the service you deserve and the advice you trust. Member FINRA and SIPC. You're listening to Mortgage Matters on KVEC News Talk 920. If you missed any part of the show, log on to centralcoastlending.com for archived shows and more. Now, back to your hosts, Dan and Jason from Central Coast Lending. Five more minutes. Um, we're joined by Alicia DeGrazia, realtor at Remax Parkside in Paso Robles. Good morning. Um, how can people get a hold of you? Um, they can always visit my website, movingtoslow.com, or um, my blog, pasoregal.com. Pasoregal.com. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so... I we've talked about it a couple times here. Let's get into this um, Homes for Heroes program. Absolutely, I think this is a great program. Um, I know Will's been um, our company representative for the program for a couple years now. You've been involved for same amount of time. A little longer, but yeah. Okay, yeah. she's actually the one that called me and told me I needed to check it out. So, so tell us, you know, what's the program all about? What's Homes for Heroes? It's really just giving back to local heroes in the community. And a hero by the program is defined by military personnel, veterans, teachers, firefighters, um, law enforcement, healthcare workers, um, um, EMS workers. They're all um, considered under the program a, a hero because they're they're giving up something of their life for our community to better us. Yeah. So what the program does is there's two ways. Um, the If you're a buyer, you get a percentage of your purchase price back um, as a rebate through the program. So on a $400,000 home purchase, the program mails you a $2,800 check. That's cool. Yeah, and you can use that for whatever you want. There's no restrictions. Um, they, if you're a seller, then you get a, a percentage off of your commission, commission that you pay the listing agent. Okay. And so this for the, for a buyer, um, is the check that they receive? Is it something, is it money received through escrow or outside of escrow? It's outside of escrow. If you are a person that absolutely needs that credit to close escrow, we can do that. It's just the calculations a little bit different. Okay. I think they made a lot of those changes back when, you know, there's a lot of VA loans that have happened, obviously, for the vets through the program and some of the government stuff where the rebates were so high that there wasn't enough to pay. So I think that they they made it that way 
to get the money to more people. But if you do need the cash to close, then it's very, you know, a doable situation to get that credit at closing, if that makes sense. Okay. And on the lending side, Will, what's the... Um What's the benefit to this program? On the lending side, we pay for the appraisal. Um, we give some discounts to them as well. Um, combined with the real estate side, it can be substantially cheaper. I mean, um, appraisals now are upwards of five hundred dollars, six hundred dollars for uh, a VA appraisal. Frequently, you know, six seventy-five at yeah. times. Um, yeah, so I mean, it can definitely make it more affordable. Um, you know. Like she said, we want to reach out to those people and, and get them the discount, let them know about the program and uh, get some, you know, people taking advantage of it. And and on the financing side, I was going to say, sorry to interrupt, um, on the financing side, it's not limited to VA borrowers. No, absolutely not. It can not. be used for any loan program. Is that right? You can use any loan program that you want. Okay. Any loan program that you want and uh, and still go through the program. So, you know, it's it's a great thing for them. You know, like I'm I'm a military kid. I grew up uh, as a brat and moved frequently and Does that qualify you as a hero? No, apparently not. <laughs> it <laughs> just it disqualifies me. Is not a hero. It disqualifies me as a brat. <laughs> but, you know, I I have, a, you know, some personal connection. I want to help those people out, you know, the the law enforcement, healthcare person, firefighter. These are like she said, all people that do something for the community. So the program hopefully gives a little bit back to those people. How does someone find out about the program? How do they, I mean, do they just call in? Do they have to go to a website? How, how do they get involved in this and, and get take advantage of those discounts? Well, there is absolutely a website. Um, there's a Facebook page. Um, however, you know, my suggestion is just call one of us directly. You know, we, you know, we can put you into the website so that you're not necessarily having to do that stuff yourself, but Call us directly. Um, you, we would love to, to talk to you about the program in more detail. We'd love to show you what kind of benefits there are. You know, and on that note, you know, we're really looking for other businesses in the community as well that, you know, would like to, to participate in the program. I think it's possibly worthwhile to, to give some benefit to those people, you know. Any kind of business that has anything to do with people moving. You know, furniture place, tradespeople where people might need to do repairs. Oh, you want other people to partner with you in providing yeah. providing discounted services. Yeah, we'd really like to get, you know, a really decent package that put would together. Be cool. I mean, you're talking about people that, that do move frequently, all of them. Yeah. And, you know, all sides of from the firefighters to the teachers, law enforcement. These are people that move more frequently than than most careers, I would think. You know, so if you've got a business out there that you think uh, would benefit from having, you know, those types of folks, people that move frequently into your business, or if you're just somebody that would like to give something back to those particular groups of people, you know, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to to put together a little bit of a bigger package, um, you know, something that we can show people when they walk in, you know, print materials to put at those businesses. Um, you know, also extraordinarily, or I should say very interested in participating in events. You know, if there's, if there's fundraisers or any events surrounding those groups of people, you know, I'm not a super shy human. I, I would love to come, you know, and, and meet people and, and share about the program and see if there's anything that we can do to help out in those areas. 
So you mentioned there's a website. It, I see that it's homesforheroes.com, spelled out, homesforheroes.com. Um, that's that's just going to get you to like the the general information page. Um, like like Will and Alicia said, if you want more specific information about the program here locally, um, you can give either one of them a call directly, or you know find them on the web directly, and uh, and get more specific information. But homesforheroes.com might be a good place to start just to understand the program um, in general. And so this isn't one of those things where, you know, something's being marked up just to get marked down. It's this is truly it's this it's the same deal that a normal buyer, seller or homeowner would get. But just the normal deal is discounted. Yes, exactly. There's there's no bump before the drop. It is it is just a discount um, to those folks. Yeah. And if you go to the website, you can fill out your information, you know, and if you're local, those things will get emailed to us. But. Like I said, give us a ring. We'd love to chat with you about it. If it's something, if you're any of those groups of people, you know, and you're thinking of buying, selling, or doing anything with your property, you know, like I said, give us a ring. Yeah, and there's no limit to the number of times you can use the program. If you're buying and selling, you can save on both the selling of your house and buying of your house. It's also a nationwide program. So if you're moving from here to across the country, you can we can find an agent over there for you too. So yeah, that's the other cool thing. This is a a national program that we participate in, and so there's a there's a network of realtors and lenders across the country. So you know, for our local area, you guys are the representatives, right? Right. Yeah. So, um, but if you're doing something out of area, then you know they can direct you to someone out of area to help you with this program as well. And, you know, if you're a frequent mover or refinancer or whatever, um, no, no limit to the number of times you can do it. So that is, I mean, that it's a really cool program. Like I was saying earlier, um, it's a, it's a wide net of people who actually will be considered under this program. Um, is there, I mean, it, it says not limited to, and then kind of the obvious things, are there, is there some detailed list of people who qualify somewhere? Is it on the Homes for Heroes website? Mm. Or how are people excluded from the program? You know, they're not very specific. And it's, okay. you know, if if, uh, if you're in any of those general, I don't want to call it industry, it's not really an industry, but those general areas of employment, professions, that would be the word I was looking for. You know, difficult word. If you're related to any of those professions in any way, you know, call. Like, we'll yeah. chat. Okay. Um, but th those are the the areas that, you know, you need to be employed in in order to, to be part of the program. Is it a pretty popular program? Yeah, we're having really good success with it so far. Yeah, um, we so really we, are. We would really just like to, to grow it and get the word out there because it's, you know, it's such a great thing. Yeah. A lot of the people that I have, and I don't know about your experience, because, um, you know, there's more than just us involved in the program, but have been out of the area people. I, you know, really am interested in, in getting, getting the, the local word out. Local. Word out. Yeah. 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 A lot of the people that we've dealt with, or at least me personally that I've dealt with, are people that are moving from outside the area, um, you know, and moving into the area. So, yeah, if uh, the local people... If we can get the word out, and this is obviously, you know, one of the, the first steps in order to do that, that would be great. You know, we'd really like to, to utilize it more frequently. Yeah, we've got a lot of heroes all around us. You know, we've got 
Vandenberg, Camp Roberts, there's a lot of military presence around us. We've got, you know, we're the county seat here in at least San Luis Obispo. So there's law enforcement, county, cities, law enforcement. I mean, teachers, hospitals. Yeah, there's so many people out there who who are eligible for this program, probably just due to lack of awareness, have, have either not heard of it or not taken advantage of it. And so that really is why we wanted to have um, you guys on the show and really promote this. We've we've got an ad in the newspaper about it a couple of times, but you know those those hit and then they go away. So it's yeah, we've got a Facebook thing running right now too. Okay. So yeah, we're, we're we're trying to get the the word out a little more. Yeah, we're trying, and you know, like I said, I think actually going out personally is is kind of the thing to do, and. You know, volunteering for you know some of the things that uh, that surround those people, or some of the the programs or things that involve those people. So, if you have an event, we are interested in you know participating in the event. Like I said, and uh, if you have a business, definitely interested in talking to you if you want to to give something back to that particular group of people. How long has this program been around? Since 2000 or since 2001. So right after 9/11 is when it was developed to give back to the people that helped with the all those emergency responders absolutely and, yeah so it was really originally was um created around first responders when they expanded it to the the teachers and and such um and one other cool thing of the program is um a percentage of um each purchase goes into what's called the homes for heroes foundation and that foundation helps um specifically veterans with housing and oh, military cool. so um, we get a newsletter every week, and that newsletter tells us, okay, the the foundation spent say ten or twelve thousand dollars this month, and that money went to Joe down in Kansas that needed his rent paid for that month, or you know, a a, a mom whose husband just was killed in Iraq that they, they helped her with a couple of medical expenses or some bills um, for her housing, you know. So there's it's more than just. Um, it's more than just a discount on a real estate right, transaction. Exactly. There's other families being helped who, right. who need help, obviously, yes. need, need a lot of help, and they're getting it yes. uh, at least a little bit through this program. Right. Yeah, that, that's great. I mean, it's I, I'm glad that we're taking this opportunity to get the word out. Um, there's no, I mean, we don't see this program going away, do we? No. I think it's sticking around. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's... It's been around for a while now. It's been successful. So if it's something, you know, that you uh, out there, um, if you're thinking about buying a home but maybe not quite ready yet, it's not something you have to worry that there's an expiration date that you have to worry about. This right. is something, you know, even today you can start that pre-qualification or start just, you know, getting getting in the loop on what's available out there. Get connected with Will and Alicia and start to start to figure it all out but there's no pressure to do it by any certain time programs not going away the discounts aren't changing this is this has been the program like you said since 2001 and uh and will hopefully be a program that that sticks around for forever hopefully hopefully um cool well we're gonna take uh another quick break and we've got the last the home stretch of the show here um, if you would like to call in, ask a question, share a comment, we'd love to hear from you. You can call in at 543-8830, 543-8830. We'll be right back with more Mortgage Matters. Mortgage Matters with host Dan and Jason will be right back. Join the conversation by calling 543-8830 or 800-549-5832. 
We're the mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast Lending. Central Coast Lending. When you buy or refinance a home, just call 543 Loan. Just call 543 Loan. Just call 543 Loan. We're the mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast Lending. Central Coast Lending is locally owned and operated with locations in Paso Robles, Morro Bay, Atascadero, San Luis Obispo, and Arroyo Grande. For those of us who live here on the Central Coast, we know this is a unique place to have a home. And for over 30 years, Patterson Realty has been a vital part of San Luis Obispo County. Patterson professionals have led the way in real estate by adapting to new market conditions to make sales happen. What they offer is the quality of their people, agents working just for you. Get the experts at Patterson Realty on your side. Experience the Patterson difference. Call 544-8662 or online at pattersonrealty.com. Through seven presidential administrations, bull and bear markets, and unprecedented change, Blakesley and Blakesley has been here helping residents of the Central Coast reach their financial goals. So if you need retirement advice beyond Social Security, want to roll over an old 401k, or simply seek guidance through an important financial decision, visit Blakesley and Blakesley in San Luis Obispo, Paso Robles, and Santa Maria. Blakesley and Blakesley, for the service you deserve and the advice you trust. Member FINRA and SIPC. Welcome back. You're listening to Mortgage Matters with hosts Dan and Jason from Central Coast Lending. If you want to join the conversation, call the show at 543-8830 or 800-549-5832. Now, here's Dan and Jason. Just now connected. Out, <laughs> the light hero. just went on. Yeah. This like That's became it. a huge hit out for September 11. I'm sure it did. Yeah. Yep. So it fits with all you were talking about. Yeah. Man, yeah. they're a great band live. Yeah. Right? No, that has nothing to do with mortgages is what we're talking <laughs> no. about. But if you have a chance to see them live, they're, yeah. they're great. Dave Grohl. Yeah. Yeah. Something everybody needs to see. Anyway, it fits. One more not-so-subtle reminder for you heroes out there to uh, definitely inquire about this Homes for Heroes program. If you're interested in any kind of real estate transaction purchase, whether you're a buyer or seller, whether you own a home and want to refinance, there's a discount opportunity for all the heroes out there. Um, hero, homesforheroes.com, or you can get a hold of... Uh, Will or Alicia directly, and we'll give out contact info here in just a little bit. Um, 
I'm curious, you know, just in general, you got any listings? What's going on out there? You got, I mean, I is do. there anything for sale? Oh. Tell, tell me what you got. We got plenty of stuff for sale. All right. So right now, um, one of our good deals is um, 523 Laurelwood Drive in Paso Robles. The sellers happens to be a local hero. Um, they're in the program. Um, the house itself is 3,900 square feet, four bedrooms, two and a half bathrooms. Um, it's uh, updated, uh, located at the end of the cul-de-sac in a very nice neighborhood. With a, I see a pool. There's a big pool <laughs> and a covered nice. patio. It's it's a beautiful home. So, um, And it's a pie-shaped lot, so it kind of... Um, looks narrow but when you get in the backyard it's a huge backyard so perfect for and it's in a cul-de-sac it's in a cul-de-sac that's nice for families Mm -hmm. don't have all the traffic yeah absolutely i've been to that house many times yes this backyard yeah you should go see this backyard. (laughs) right (laughs) this is something nice you know if you're the type of person that likes outdoor barbecues hanging out with your buddies in the back is there a built-in barbecue um or outdoor barbecue um, they don't have a built-in one, but there's room to put one, and they have a fire pit. Yes, right? the, and the the, oh, the stamped cool. concrete, the pool. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm just saying. And the best part, it's all solar. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so you're not paying to to power that house. Right, it's pretty awesome. How yeah, much is, is that? Um, seven hundred eighty-four thousand. Okay, but that's a big house. I mean, nearly four thousand square feet. Yeah, and then there's also two offices downstairs. So he has an office and she has an office. So if you need more than four bedrooms, that's certainly a, a great house. Or um, if you need an office at home. Yeah. Um, so that's right around or maybe even a little below uh, 200 bucks a square foot. Mm-hmm. That seems yeah. pretty low. I, I want to say countywide, we're at like 350-ish a square foot. I mean, what's normal in Paso Robles? That seems pretty low. Um, Yeah, it is, it's priced really well for what it is. I mean, and it's a, a really nice home. And a square foot, I mean, yeah, you're you're looking easily around 350,000. Yeah, okay, you know. so yeah, this is, that seems like a good value there for what you're getting. Yeah. I'm just impressed that math, uh, that Dan did that math, you know, on a Saturday morning like that in his head. You see I'm that? impressed too. That's just, you know, that's muscle memory. That's mo- Monday through Friday, <laughs> really. You know, I, I assume he's gonna do that. Saturday morning, yeah, I don't know. That was pretty impressive. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> there you um, go. Uh, what's this one? I see another one here. Yeah, we got another one in Templeton. It's on an acre. Um, is to, this would this qualify as that dream ranchette? It could, yeah, okay. yeah. He has some um, horse improvements in the backyard, so if you got a couple of horses and you just want to keep them at home, it's a it's a good property. The address is two twenty Abramson. Um, it's located um, kind of north of Las Tablas, so you're really close to the downtown, kind of close to everything that you need. Not uh, easy to get on the the freeway. Um, three. Four bedrooms, two bathrooms. Uh, the house is eighteen hundred and fifty-two square feet, but like I said, it's on an acre. They've got a attached two-car garage and then also another detached garage. So there's yeah, nice. a lot of you know, if you're a car person or you know, like I said, a horse person, it's it's a nice place too. And they did a beautiful update on the kitchen. It's got a den, so if you need a fifth bedroom, it's there too. Cool. Well, that could be for you. I've got seven more years. Uh, how many more years? I got at least five more years. With five more years. Yeah, no, five this is not going to be around that long. No, no. What was the price of that home? That one is six ninety nine nine hundred. And what was the address again? 
220 Abramson in Templeton. Okay. And that's the good school district. Yeah. Everybody loves Templeton School yeah, District. It's true. They do. Cool. All right. A couple little ideas out there for anyone interested in some some nice properties up in the North County. Yeah. We also have a lot of vacant land, so give us a call because we, we have some vacant land to move. People are ready to sell. Really? So. What, all kinds of parcels? Infill? Acreage? Um, mostly acreage. Okay. Um, we've got... A couple 10 acre pieces a couple 40 acre pieces if you want something remote up in lockwood um which is southern monterey county we have quite a few things up there that are, are ready to sell um and then we've got a 200 acre ranch out in bryson hesperia so if you want a nice getaway that's got two houses with a six stall barn and oh wow um, one year-round pond and four seasonal ponds so it's it's beautiful right now with all the water that we had from the the rain i bet See, now that's more like it. There's plenty of of space for you, right? Yeah, you know, I have a little razor track out there. There we go. I digress. Yeah, so give us a call. (laughs) We'd love to tell you about everything we have. And I try to post it on our Facebook page, all my new listings, um, facebook.com, Central Coast Heroes. Central Coast Heroes? Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. Central Coast Homes for Heroes. Central Coast Homes for Heroes. Yes, okay. Let's get it right. That's the the official the Facebook local page. Yeah. Homes for Heroes per, uh, page. Yes. Okay. I don't have a Facebook page, so don't look at me. You okay. Can, you can use mine. Yeah, yeah. I'm just <laughs> I'm letting her do that part. All right. <laughs> um, well, there's some there's some pretty nice houses up there. We know that the summer's coming, so that one with the pool had really caught my eye. Right. Some more space would always be nice. Yeah, mm. yeah. Got my wheels turning. You ready to make the move from Morro Bay to Paso no, there, Dan? I'm not. I'm not. No, I doubted it. It's a but, big difference in weather. Yeah, it is. Um, I always have my eye out for that fourth bedroom. You know, yeah. I have three-bedroom house, which is fine with two little ones. Eventually, they're going to need their own bedrooms and... Maybe it's better that I don't have a guest room, that I don't have to have guests. You know, maybe that's okay. Just maybe go buy a vacation out. rental. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> or get an RV. You can park it in the back and let them sleep in that. I like the no guests idea. That, that might uh, Yeah, that'll work out okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So what else uh, is there other? What's the entry-level market looking like in Paso Robles? Or, or really anywhere north of the grade? Um, right around 400000 You can sometimes find something... Under four, but um, if you don't mind being out at the lake, you can you can get a nice house for, you know, three fifty to four fifty, um, and then in town you're you're looking at you know four to five. But that's you know. the really competitive part of the market. That is, yeah. That's what so, everybody's looking for, whether they're an investor or right. You know, and if you first don't, time buyer. If you, don't, if you don't mind, I mean, San Miguel's only seven miles north of Paso, and there's some really nice homes under four. Okay. Yeah. So, and then I know I think um, Jazzy Town's going to start their um, third phase, uh, start construction on it soon. So you have some some new construction coming as well. And that's up in San Miguel as well. In San Miguel. Okay. And then, I mean Jazzy Town, they're really nice homes. They don't have a big yard, so if you're looking for a big yard, that you know they don't have it. But I mean three fifty, three seventy five for a brand new house. That's you yeah. know really he's a good builder too. So okay. And I'll tell you though, if you're in that price range, you need to call call us. Get pre qualified. Yeah. You need you need to have everything together because that is the competitive portion of the right. market. You know, and the best thing to be able to do is to go. Well, 
Alicia can tell you, she's a realtor, but be able to go and say, yeah, I'm, you know, not just pre-approved, like I've been run through the process, you know, I've got a to be determined file approved at this dollar amount and put yourself ahead of the game. Right. I would say that uh, particularly right now when you're competing with a lot of different people, that would be hugely advantageous. That price point is perfect, and that area is perfect for USDA financing. Also, you know that's hundred percent financing. So I've, I mean, we've literally helped people buy homes for hundreds of dollars out of pocket. I mean, so you, you don't have to have a big down payment. Um, you just have to meet the income restriction. The whole North County is eligible for USDA financing. Um, great way as a first-time homebuyer to to get in, get your foot in the door in housing. Um, you're likely gonna gonna have a, a mortgage payment that's comparable, sometimes even lower than what you're paying in rent. Yeah. So. Yeah, and the, and the rates are really good. Yeah, on that the program. rates are so. amazing. You know, we're talking. You were saying four percent for something depending on credit and equity and all that kind of stuff for conventional financing those government loan programs the vas fhas usdas what are those those are still in the mid threes yeah i yeah. mean incredible interest rates fixed 30 years just great stuff out there great way to buy a home um, i was going to ask you as far as some of the land that you have um, available for sale what's building what's the building environment like up in the north county I mean, is, is are there any moratoriums on building like we see on the coast sometimes? Anything like that? No, we don't have any building moratoriums. The with the water, the water issue. ordinance, you have to pay a, P, a fee to the county that re, with regards to how many plumbing fixtures they have at their own calculation, and I think the size they limit the size of the yard for your grass. Okay, but as long as you do like a desert landscape or a drought tolerant landscape, or you know, you can still have a big yard. It just um, they don't. They just don't want to have, you know, 500 square feet of lawn that you're going to have to water every day. Right. <laughs> you're not. You're not going to have a, a backyard uh, football field or soccer right. field anymore. Exactly. Yeah. It sounds kind of cool though. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> I want one. Know. You don't get those in Morro Bay, do you? Large football-sized backyards? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> those, are, those are few and far between in Morro Bay. Maybe, maybe in the little 41 Valley, you can squeeze one in, but. Yeah, man, not not too much. Not those big parcels in Morro Bay. Um, well, you know, we are really appreciative for you joining us today, Alicia, for coming on and talking about Homes for Heroes. It's a great program. Um, just a quick recap. It's a the the net for who qualifies as a hero is pretty wide. Um, we're talking military personnel, teachers, firefighters, law enforcement. Healthcare, so your doctors and nurses. Um, you know, if if you're helping other people um, live safe and healthy and happy lives, you're you're likely a hero that's qualifying for this program. And um, and it, like I said, there's there's nothing being marked up just to give you a discount. It's the same type of transaction that any average Joe would get. You're just getting a discount if you're a buyer or seller. You're getting a discount on the real estate. Um, commission side of things and if you're on the loan side you get a, a free appraisal which is saving you five six sometimes seven hundred dollars on the cost of an appraisal a lot of money in your pocket or a lot of money being saved on these transactions um, so definitely find out more about this program if you think you qualify or if you want to know you qualify um, you can check out homesforheroes.com or go to the central coast homes for heroes facebook page great way to get 
information and um you know if someone wants to contact you directly alicia what, what would be a good way to do that um you can call me at 805-835-3373 or email me at paso re gal at gmail.com and those couple you had a couple websites too that people could check mm-hmm. out uh, my blog is PasoREGal.com, and then my website is MovingToSlowSLO.com. And, um, you know, we touched on it earlier, but this program has been around since 9-11. It's been around now 16 years or so. Um, it's not going away. There's no expiration date to this program. There's no expiration date to the, the discounts and the credits that you can receive. So even if you're anticipating being a buyer or seller next year or, you know, whether it's tomorrow or next year, it's, it's not too early to learn about this program and learn about the incentives that this program offers. And, um, and you don't have to worry about, you know, forcing yourself into an early decision, you know, on buying or selling or whatever. It's, it, it's a program that's around and we're just happy that, you know, Central Coast Lending's part of it, Alicia, and uh, Remax Parkside is a part of this program, and we were just trying to get the word out that this program exists for you. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, Will, I mean, I know how to get a hold of you, but how do others get a hold of you? Um, you can call me directly, um, 805-423-4067, or my office is 805-771-9870. Seven zero. Look at you going with the old school phone number. Well, dude, I'm old. And <laughs> <laughs> my extension is 221. So, yeah, give us a ring. And again, would really like to find business partners, um, people that own businesses that would like to uh, to participate as well. Um, so you'd like to participate in some events. Moving company makes a lot of sense for you. Moving company, um, tradespeople, if okay. you're a painter, um, a plumber, any of those types of things. Anybody that does uh, backyard landscaping type of stuff, that would be great. Any maintenance type of, of programs would be great. Furniture store. You know, people generally need furniture, um, appliances, anything that could be related. You know, we definitely like to put some sort of package together, Okay. you know, with those people. You know, more than willing to give, you know, marketing material to them as well. And also, you know, if you have an event, if you're if you are a hero or you're a hero group or a hero union or any of those things and you need some assistance putting together any sort of event, we'd like to participate in those things as well. Extraordinarily interested in getting the word out to people that this exists and and having people take advantage of the program. Excellent. Yeah, it's a great program. We're happy to be a part of it. Um, if you're interested in learning more about it, you can go to our website, centralcoastlending.com. I know we've got some information there. There's the Facebook page, Central Coast Home for, Homes for Heroes. Um, if you're ready to just get get in and get pre-qualified, um, we've got Apply Online, uh, an online loan application. It is secure. It's safe, friendly. Um, you can find that on our Central Coast Lending website. Um, you can find contact info for Will, uh, lots of information about all the different loan programs. Again, this Homes for Heroes uh, discount opportunity is not limited to just VA financing. It's for any, any loan program um, can work with, with this Homes for Heroes 
um, opportunities. So you can learn about all the loan programs that we offer, whether it's construction loans, down payment assistance loans, um, the more standard, you know, VA, FHA, USDA, or conventional financing. There's information about all the loan programs on the website. Just check out centralcoastlending.com or apply online. It's quick and easy. If you want to call any of our loan officers during the week to talk about buying, selling, or refinancing a home, you can give us a call at 543-LOAN. It's 543-5626. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We're, uh, we're happy to be a part of the community, offer you this Homes for Heroes opportunity, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Thank you both for joining me Thanks for on this me. lovely Saturday. I hope T-Ball, uh, you catch the end of the game, see some more dirt clods getting chucked. Yes, <laughs> and, for sure. Uh, Will, hopefully I'll be seeing you later. We'll see. Yes, yes. Uh, we're going to celebrate Jason's birthday a little bit more today. Sounds good. Jim, yeah. we'll see you next week, huh? Yeah, you'll see me next week. All right. Yeah. It's been fun. Thanks, everybody, yeah, for uh, for tuning in, and we'll be back next week with more Mortgage Matters. We've got a great show for you again. It'll be live, and uh, we'll be looking forward to it. Have Sounds a great good. weekend, everybody. Enjoy that car show out in Morro Bay. It's a big Morro Bay car show. All right, we'll see you next week.